0: Ask, ask ask Pat. .com. .com. Hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 954 of ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. All right, thanks so much. And here's today's question from Mo.
1: Hi, Pat. I am Mo Omer, the founder of Osiris CPA, a CPA firm here in Tucson, Arizona and the founder of the Intentional Beings and the 7 Simple Steps podcast, which is totally different than what I do in my CPA business. It is a spiritual non-religious podcast that is focusing on two main subjects, co-creation and self-realization. Now, I've been writing in a book for about 11 years. Um, The first draft was about 11 years ago, and I believe that the book is ready to be released, Um, Either this month, August 2017, about the end of the month, or the next month. Um, I cannot wait to relaunch my podcast again, which I had to stop so I can free up some time to write the book. So now, um, I cannot wait to share everything about this book with my audience. Um, I'll be sharing all the principles, ideas, methods, and I will be holding nothing back. I will be sharing everything. I'll be answering people's questions. Um, And there's no doubt this is what I'm going to be doing because this is my passion. I would not be able to stop myself from doing that. Um, This is what I love to do. However, I do not want to hurt my courses, which will be launching also about the same time as a companion to the book, on my website. So how can I do that? I know you are in the also similar situation because you also have a book and you have courses um, similar to the book uh, topic. And I want to know how do you do this? Thank you.
0: Hey, Mo, thank you so much for the question. I appreciate you. Now, if you already have courses out there, then I wouldn't do anything different to them right now uh, in terms of like removing them so you can republish them later. That is, unless you constantly open and close the cards anyway, in which case there might be a great way for you to kind of time everything together so that you kind of focus completely on the book and all your marketing efforts, all your outreach, all your energy, all this communication you're gonna have with your audience, like you said, is gonna be happening all in and around that book. And then what I would do is utilize that book to help you Uh, build a relationship, as you know, build an email list, hopefully, and then drive people into your courses from there. Now, whether your courses open or close, you can still do that, obviously, but if you open and close them uh, or, sorry, whether your courses stay open eternally or they either open and close uh, and they go through it sort of seasons and cycles, either way, you can do the same thing. That's, That's what I was trying to get at. Now the thing is if you open and close, you can kind of keep it closed until you know a little bit after your book comes out and you can build a wait list. That's kind of the strategy that I've been using to get people excited about something that's coming next is putting them on a wait list, uh, and that allows it to have it be something that people sign up for that they know is coming, right? So you're not hiding anything, and you're kind of building buzz. You're teasing things along the way, seeding that idea of getting into the course um, offering a lot of value along the way to building a relationship. And then the point of open becomes this big deal. Now, like I said, if you have your courses open all the time anyway, then don't worry about it. Now, you also mentioned this sort of companion course. And this if this is something you haven't even released yet, uh, this could be a very smart thing to offer at the same time. So something I did with my book, Will It Fly, was I offered a companion course for people to help them through the content of Will It Fly. And it was completely free. And it was done so that I could A help people through that. There's been a there's a lot of things and exercises, for example, in Will It Fly that are just better explained through video. And so I did that there. But also at the same time it allows me to collect email addresses. And what's really cool is that even though people got all the information they needed in Will It Fly, and even though I gave them a next level in terms of consuming that content along with that book, which was the companion course to go along with Will It Fly, which is free. People still wanted to go deeper, and people knew that I was the solution for their problem of finding an idea and making sure it's one worth moving forward with at the beginning of their business journey. How do they know? Because they read the book on it, right? But they wanted more information from me. They wanted to have some access to me to get, to be able to get their questions answered, and they just wanted to be a part of the community as well with other people who were doing the same thing, so they felt like they're not alone um, and so it worked out really well. My course, Smart From Scratch, was released later, actually almost a year later after the book came out, and it, it kind of flowed in very well. So it was kind of a book to free course, free course and book to paid course, and that's, that's the way you can go about it. Um, wh- where it would hurt is if you were to promote heavily both at the same time. So let's say, for example, the book came out, but then you were running Facebook ads to, to a course, um, you know, you could still do that, but wouldn't you want all your marketing efforts and and just your focus to be on the big thing, which is which is your book? And if you know your book can help you drive more leads and sales and build bigger relationships with your audience at the sort of lower tier level so that you can get them primed and ready to kind of transact with you at a higher level? Well, then I would focus all your efforts on the book. If you have courses already, don't pull them out, just keep them there and just have them be, have them be something that people can find organically for now. And then later on, you can utilize that list that you're building from that book, to then promote people into those paid courses that you already have, which sound like they're related anyway. So um, hopefully that helps, Mo. Thank you so much for the question. I appreciate you. Best of luck to you with your book launch and all your courses and such. And uh, I wanna send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show. And for those of you listening, if you have a question that you'd like potentially featured here on the show as well, just head on over to askpat.com and you can ask right there on that page. Thank you so much. I appreciate you all for all of your time and attention. And if you have a moment today, just head on over to iTunes and just leave a quick review for Ask Pat. That'd be super helpful. And I don't ask for that very often, and it's kind of obvious because there aren't very many reviews compared to my other show. But if you just had a moment, that'd be super cool. I'd be very thankful for that. Um, and you know, a lot of people are like, "Hey Pat, what can I do to help you?" I mean, really, that that's all. That's all I need. I need to know how you feel about the show and leave an honest review so I can improve. And to help others realize that the show is or is not for them too when they see those reviews too. So thanks so much. I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. And I'm just looking forward to coming up to episode 1,000 here. And uh, we're, we're getting close, guys. Appreciate it. And here's a quote to finish off the day by Samuel Johnson. Self-confidence is the first requisite to great undertakings. I'm confident in you guys. Hopefully you guys are confident in yourself too.